Good afternoon, Packers fans. Happy Friday. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's the weekend. The preseason is in the rearview mirror, and we have 15 days until the Packers kick off week one in Minnesota. Of course, before then, they have to construct their 53-man roster, the initial 53, if you will, which has to be done Thursday. I'm sorry, Thursday, Tuesday by Tuesday at 4 p.m., Really looking forward to uh, the next 48 hours. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur tomorrow, originally scheduled to speak this afternoon, but now we'll hear from him on Saturday as the Packers have a few more practices before they have to have everything ship shape when it comes to the roster. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see so many regulars. Big B is here. Of course, Big B is here. First, I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right, Ticket King been based in Wisconsin since 1992 and are staffed with experienced, friendly, and knowledgeable folks that can help you with anything Packers ticket related. They also partner with local Green Bay businesses for tailgates and bus transportation to the games. They are open on game day for last-minute tickets, upgrades, and they even have a drive through window. You can utilize the Cheesehead TV app. Just go to the schedule. You'll find buy ticket links each and every game, home and away, taking you to Ticket King. Make sure you check them out if you're looking catch the Packers this season. Speaking about catching the Packers and hanging out with Packers fans, you want to join the Carry the G Club. That's right. We're kicking off the 2022 season with a brand new way for Packers fans worldwide to hang out with us here at Cheesehead TV. It's the Carry the G Club. Members get custom loyalty badges showing how long you've been a club member attached to your name in all of our live streams and YouTube comments, special Cheesehead TV emojis featuring Corey and myself, and access to our weekly virtual happy hour to come hang out and talk Packers all year long. Joining the Carry the G Club is as easy as tapping that join button you see on YouTube. If you're on the desktop version, it's a little tough to find on mobile. Make sure you get on the desktop and hit join the Carry the G Club. Hello to everybody in the comments section. I got an early super chat. Early super chat here today. Don't want to miss it. From Ryan, who I think I took to task yesterday. Hey, Nagler, all I'm saying is that I don't believe Love is a potential starting quarterback. I suffered through the 70s and 80s, hating when the Packers signed washed-up Bear quarterbacks. I'm with you on that last part, buddy. And I also suffered through the 70s and 80s. And I'm here to tell you, Jordan Love is exponentially better than the Randy Wrights of the world. This is why it is so bewildering to me that Packers fans are so ready to move on from this kid who continues to get better and has all the physical traits you could ever ask for in an NFL quarterback. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers? No, nobody but nobody expects him to be at least nobody like of sane mind and body. I understand he's not what you're used to and he's not what we've gotten used to in the last 30 years, but he's on a trajectory to be a pretty damn good starting quarterback. That's what it looks like right now. And that's all I'm saying. What else we got here, folks? What else we got? We got lots of people here. Holy cow. Ed, thanks for the super chat. I know from pre-wind tunnel skydiving days that the only way to learn to relax and slow down in a high-speed situation is to do it over and over. How many games has Love played? Not a lot. Uh, Half of a preseason game here, half of a preseason game there. A lot of the preseason game last night, a couple preseason games last year, one start in Kansas City. Not a ton. Not a ton. But this is 100% the point. At some point, as a young quarterback, you need to start playing. You know, and sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, especially if Rodgers is around for a couple more years, Jordan Love ain't going to play in Green Bay. So that's a question and a situation that obviously will be talked about this upcoming offseason. What I 
really enjoy about the preseason being over is that we can pretty much put to bed the Jordan Love talk until next year, provide everything goes okay. If we see Jordan Love at some point this year, it means that something's happened at 12 and don't love that prospect. So we will uh, hopefully not have to uh, entertain these thoughts and ideas until after the 2020 season is over. Preseason is so awful, sideline report. I feel you. I mean, I love it just as a guy who loves football and love watching young guys try to compete and get better. They're putting tape out there, not just for the Packers, but for all 31 other teams. Um, I think you saw some really nice stuff there last night. If you focused on a couple of different guys, I mean, obviously there's real easy things that you can look at, like Quay Walker flying around the field. That gets you excited as a Packers fan. But um, I'd say Rasheed Walker was a pleasant surprise last night. I thought he played pretty damn well. Uh, Jack Heflin, I thought, had a nice game. Uh, even outside of the obvious like fourth down play that everyone really obviously got pumped up for. But yeah, I think there's some individual efforts that you can focus on. And that's to me, that's what I love about it. But you're right. I'm 100% ready for regular season football. Of that, there is no doubt. What else we got here, folks? Oh, God, help our special teams. Nate, at some point, you got to just put it in the Almighty's hands. I understand. <laughs> I mean, I just talked about this on the radio. To me, it's like Bisaccia has been dealing with a lot of kind of moving pieces, right? Moving parts up to this point. The one hope I'm kind of glomming onto now for the next 15 days is that once they have the 53 set and he is allowed to have his core group of guys, which will include a few starters, and he's able to mold them, things should get better. They should get better, people. But throwing up a prayer or two probably wouldn't hurt either. Absolutely. Hey, he's missed you, my guy. What's up, Tulio? Good to see you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, DJ. Uh, what uh, one recommendation do you have for someone visiting New York for the first time? Wow, Jake, it's uh, a big proposition. Well, if you're a Packers fan, you got to visit Kettle of Fish. Um, although, not quite sure the bars open yet. They do have service outside. Uh, they had a fire in the building, and they've been dealing with water damage. But that was a couple weeks ago, so hopefully they're up and running now. But you got to visit Kettle of Fish, um, and you got to go to the Met. The Met's my favorite place in the entire city. Um, I go pretty much every other week when and if I can. Um, It's just it's absolute heaven. It really is. And I don't think you have to be a huge art nerd to appreciate it. It's just such a great vibe. And the display, everything on display, especially the permanent collection, is just amazing. So. Uh, always got to give a shout out to the Met. And then I would say if you are feeling adventurous and you want to venture outside Manhattan, come on, come on out to Queens and uh, do two things. Visit the Museum of the Moving Image here in, here in Astoria. Uh, they've got just an incredible collection of old movie artifacts and costumes and props and things like that. There's a whole Jim Henson exhibit, which is absolutely incredible. Um, there's some of the original models from star Wars and blade runner. Uh, it's just, it's very, very cool. And they have like really old school, like, um, movie projectors and sound editing equipment. And they have a booth where you can do your own Foley work. And they have a, the, a makeup version of a television truck for a Mets game that you can hear the director calling shots and see how this thing's kind of switch. It's like, it's just full of like really cool, um, Anything having to do with motion pictures, moving pictures at all. It is very, very cool. Highly recommended. It's not a thing that most people think about when they 
coming to New York City because, like I said, it's in Astoria. It's not on the beaten path. Um, the other thing you got to do is if you are in Manhattan and if you're going to be here for a, a couple of days, I would highly recommend going down to the 9-11 Memorial. Um, it's a bit somber, obviously, but uh, incredibly important uh, New York landmark at this point. When was the last time you read When Pride Still Mattered? Brett, uh, about two months ago. I read it every offseason, 1,000%. If for no other reason than the way David writes the passage when Lombardi gets the job in Green Bay and packs his family into the car and they're driving from New York to Green Bay and the way he writes the description of the trip being very jovial and they're singing songs and there's tons of chatter and they're having a great time until... And this is this is true. They they round the corner, right? They come around and they're Chicago and then they get past Chicago and all of a sudden they're in Wisconsin and things get quiet and no one's singing or laughing anymore. No one's chattering and everyone's just kind of looking around and looking at the landscape. And this is like, you know, I think it's uh, February or so. And it just gets stone quiet because it's cold and it looks like the lunar surface and there's nothing for miles and the whole family is like, where the hell are we moving? It's great. It's just great. It's so well done. Um, that passage is one of my favorites. The entire book is amazing. Like I said, I read it legit every single offseason. I love it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, go pack go from maryland what's up lee go pack go from new york city hope you're doing well badger trio thanks for super chat do you think we will see any surprise cuts i don't i mean it all depends on what you're expecting right it's gonna be a surprise to you if you were expecting someone to make it and they don't that's the definition right are there gonna be any shocks no i don't think so um you know could they well it would be very surprising to me if they say cut winfrey and kept Torrey. That would be a surprise to me. I don't think that's going to happen, but it could. But those are the kind of things like, you know, you're talking about your seventh wide receiver at that point. It's just not earth shattering. Like whatever happens, they're not making a move that is going to be the difference between winning or losing a Super Bowl, essentially. You know, I know it feels like it right now because we're all starved for football, but it's going to be all right. Scotty, Goodson make it? All cap, three question marks. Didn't help himself last night. I know he had that lovely touchdown run, but it was perfectly blocked. And yes, he, he did a nice job getting into the end zone. But you throw in that drop kick on the return uh, and how shaky he looked in pass pro. Don't love his uh, resume there. Come putting that on tape for the last time out prior to the decision on the 53. I think there's a decent chance they put both of the running backs on the practice squad and just call one up each week. 
uh, for that first month while Kylan Hill's on PUP. I would suspect Hill's probably back after those four weeks. So, um, but you know, I do think there's a better chance that they keep Taylor as the third running back over Goodson. And I think Goodson's got practice squad written all over him. Uh, do we keep Danny Etling as a third string quarterback? Callum on the practice squad. Yes. I would, now that would be shocking if they kept a uh, third quarterback on the 53, that would be very, very shocking. Favre and Rogers have permanently warped some fans expectations for Packers quarterbacks. Probably. And I can't say, you know, it's not entirely unexpected. It's not entirely crazy. Like, yeah, we've gotten used to it. You know, it is funny, though, because like a lot of people on Twitter and some of the social stuff that skew much younger, obviously. And I find myself having to like kind of calm myself down sometimes when some kid who's only ever seen Favre and Rogers starts talking about quarterback play. And I'm like, you know, like living like when Brett Hunley was the starter for a stretch. Welcome to how the other half lives. And we lived that life for decades in Green Bay. You know, so yeah, it's uh it's a bit it's a bit of a different lens that some folks are looking through, no doubt about it. What is this? Tyler Davis still needs practice. Well, no doubt, Brandy, but you have that nice catch end of the first half. I uh, didn't really see much of him in the second half, but hopefully that's a springboard to something better for the kid down the down the road here. What else we got? What else we got? We got Jeff with a super chat. What's up? Thanks for the super chat. I usually don't worry about the Packers because it's football, but I have to say I'm mildly concerned about special teams. Make me feel better, Nags. I talked about it at the top of the stream. I'm holding on to this one hope. The Rich Bisaccia, now that they have, you know, they will have their 53-man roster set. He will have his guys, his core group, including veterans that he gets to work with and mold into his elite fighting unit. I just made that up, but that will be his guys and they're going to get out there and they're going to execute at a level we have not seen in Green Bay since Micah High was returning punts for touchdowns. That's my story and I'm sticking to it because it's all I got as a Packers fan. What else can you do? Legit, the very first return last night, they couldn't block it. Two returns later, they let a guy go screaming free the backside of a return, which is clearly meant to set up return left. But someone forgot to close the back door. I mean, these are simple things. So, yeah, my, my hope is a little bit of continuity personnel-wise, Rich having a consistent message with the same guys week after week, hopefully gets them pointed in the right direction. Hopefully. Mike D, thanks for joining the Carry of the G Club. Very much appreciated, and I love your handle. That's dope. Joe, thank you for joining the Carry of the G Club. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. Mark, thanks for the super chat. I think the Packers and Soder's song on offense this year will be "It Keeps Me Running." <laughs> no, well played, Mark. Um, yeah, I think the natural kind of reaction, especially after the trade of Devontae Adams, is to think they're going to lean into the running game. I don't think that's ever truly going to happen with Aaron Rodgers under center, and I'm not saying that, that like it's a bad thing. Um, I just think they've got the two-time, the back-to-back MVP, four-time All-Time MVP. They're gonna they're gonna throw it, you know. They're gonna sling it, and they're gonna throw it to the running backs at times. But um, you know, the running game should be better, should be a little bit more productive than we saw last year. But um, I just think it's always gonna be pass first while Rogers is under center. Oh, Josh, what what a question! Were you in New York during nine eleven? I most certainly was. It was a surreal fucking day, man. 
Uh, I lived on 82nd between first and second. And I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget watching the television coverage of the second plane going in the tower and then running outside and looking down second Avenue and seeing the dark smoke from downtown. That was a crazy day. It was a very, very crazy day. Too old for this. Thanks for super chat. Any surprise keeps cough, cough, Ty Summers. (laughs) Hey man, I'm rooting for Ty. I'm rooting for Ty Summers. Don't think he's going to make it though, but maybe I think Toure would be a surprise keep. Although maybe not a surprise for fans, but um, yeah, no, not not any huge kind of what do you call it uh, surprises. I wouldn't I wouldn't think, but we'll see. There's always one or two moves that you don't really see coming, seemingly every year. Arsenal three, thank you for the super sticker. Greatly appreciate it, man. Really, really nice of you. Greatly appreciate the support, Jason. Thank you for the super chat. The more I think about it, the more I get worried about that first game. I think that's natural, right? You know, first game jitters, you're on the road. They got a new team, new coaches, new schemes. Week one is always weird anyway. Look no further than last year. So, yeah, it's a divisional opponent. It's always tough. The Vikings always play the Packers tough. I get it, man. I get it. Packers still going to win, though. Ed, thanks for the super chat. When chanting and spinning a cat around my head for special teams, is it a clockwise circle or counterclockwise? Ed, that's counterclockwise. And uh, make sure it's a, a live cat, not a dead one. Casey, thanks for the super chat. Will you play me in Madden 23? Uh, pay, if you're a Patreon member, Patreon members get to challenge me to Madden anytime they want. If you're a Patreon member, just hit me up, message on Patreon. Um, Smallsish, thanks for the super chat. Nags, you think 12 is a chance to three-peat, or is the voter fatigue going to get to everyone? I think the latter part is very real, but I will say this. If Aaron Rodgers balls out, and they're scoring 30 a game, and he's doing it without Devontae Adams, after winning two MVPs with Devontae, and then he goes out, and they're efficient, and score a bunch of points, doesn't it say, well, then he should definitely get the MVP again? If he, you know, did it with the best wide receiver in the league, and then you take that away, and he does it again, uh, you think you kind of have to, right? But as you say, I do think there'll be some voter fatigue there. Although, you know, Favre won it three times in a row, although that third time he did split it with Barry Sanders. But there were enough people who believed, yep, that's the best player in the league or the most valuable player in the league to vote for him to get that tie. So I think it's possible, definitely possible, no question about it. Uh, how do you watch these Madden games? Brandy, uh, the games against Patreon members, I don't stream. I've, I've done it once and I, neither, neither participant really enjoyed that experience. So I just play Madden now on the Twitch channel, um, both against the computer and random strangers. But, uh, yeah, the Patreon games are just between me and the Patreon member. Overshadow, unless they specifically request they want it streamed. I have had that happen one other time. Overshadow, thanks for the super chat. Any chance to keep seven wide receivers on the 53? I think there's a slim chance. Slim to none and slim just left town. No, no. There's a there's a small chance. I think it's a very small chance, but there's a small chance. As Han Solo said, never tell me the odds. Amari Rogers breakout 2022 season. I think he's got the possibility, especially if they utilize him out of the backfield like they were yesterday. Kind of a way to get the ball in his hand, get him in space. I love that idea. Um he certainly has kind of improved throughout the summer. Uh, that first couple of weeks of camp, people were saying, oh, you know, they're not utilizing him a lot, not catching a lot of balls, et cetera. 
These last couple of weeks, though, he's really come to the play. And I think he's played really well. So, hopefully. Aaron Rodgers is going to win his third MVP and win the Super Bowl MVP this year. Jason. Jason's on it, baby. Abernathy makes the team. Rob, I think he's got a chance. It's crazy to think about the fact that they just picked him up, what, 12 days ago or something? And, yeah, he's really come in and shown him something. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Physical, decisive. There's a lot to like there. Uh, I think he's got a shot. No question about it. I mean, obviously, the injuries of the position help him. You do wonder about the legs, you know, having gone through the USFL season. See uh, see how he handles that. But, yeah, I really like what they what we've seen there so far. And I think he's definitely got a shot. No doubt about it. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. I'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.